also dry and explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck my hairy butt hole. What is that? It's my balls! God damn it, honey! How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garrison? Holy shit, dude. Richard Stamos can't sing a high F. He always screws it up like this. Dad, we're gonna get our asses kicked. It's obvious where all the talent in that family went. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Suck My Balls. It's super. Thanks for asking. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back for another edition of Suck My Balls right here. On a litany of networks now, Ian, Mr. Scoop Jackson. Scoop Jackson, how you doing, buddy? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, Scoop. Another day in paradise, baby. Another day in paradise, Scoop Jackson. Man, we have got a uh, litany of networks to, to discuss here before we get started. So, of course, we are on HackerHamming.Podbean.com. We are on uh, Voices of Misery Podcast.Podbean.com. Uh, we are also, of course, on Spotify, and if you search Suck My Balls, a South Park review, or Suck My Balls, we should come up in any of those feeds online. We're still, unfortunately, waiting for Apple. I don't know what's going on for our own private feed. And I'm going to do it this week. I'm just going to manually submit it because for some reason, it's not happening. I've sent them emails. I'm getting frustrated. I want them to take my bath. Um, but uh, now I was approached today by another network, Ian. A smaller base network, but they are a good network itself. They're they're building themselves up as well, uh, but they do have a following. Uh, and they are the Rat Salad Review Network, uh, and they do Rat a lot. Salad Review. Yeah, and they do a lot of uh, like uh, hardcore metal, punk rock music stories. Uh, they also do uh, like album versus albums. I've appeared on this show when they were a sponsor of the network I'm on, on with Hummy Media. Um, like we did a reggae themed one. Uh, of course, right? Yes. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so they approached us. Uh, I, of course, was like, yeah, you want to showcase our show on your network too? Great. So we are on the Rat Salad Review Network as well. As we continue to expand, we're only five. This is our fifth episode now? Fifth episode, Ian. And things are picking up. Woo! Picking up a little bit of steam for the old okay. South Boys. Just got over the sickness too, so ready to rock and roll, baby. They uh, ready to rock and roll. It's been tough couple days for a lot of people. As a lot of people, they they took their jobs. 
But people always bounce back. Those are for those uh, who knows who's in the know. South Park Season 1 Episode 4 Review is what we're talking about today. And it's Big Gay Owls. Big Gay Boat Ride. Or as I was saying before we started, Big Gay Owls. Big Gay Boat Ride. Big Gay Owls. Big Gay Boat Ride. I'm super. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm super. Hey, how you doing there? You want to come on in? We have a place for you. Big Gay Owls, Big Gay Boat Ride. <laughs> so, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the overarching story of South Park's C- episode four, bro. Like, they came right out. No holding back. We're coming right out, and we're saying F people who are homophobes. I mean, that's basically what this episode is the one of the main plots with Stan, right? Mm-hmm. You've, got, you've got the subplot being the football team. As they're getting ready to play the big game, as Jimbo and Ned uh, put all their money on uh, South Park cows to beat the spread. But we'll get through everything in order here. So, South Park season one episode review. Um, this starts off right away with uh, they're all at the bus stop, which is, of course, the iconic image of South Park. This is, uh, you know, I think this, as far as from the pilot, this might have been, you know, uh, one of the first. Uh, like big deals, big things to happen while they're at the bus stop. You know what I'm saying? Like normally they get on the bus, they go somewhere. Like this was a big event that happened at the bus stop as um, Stan's got his dog with him. Dog walks up to the boys. He says, hiya, Sparky. You know, basically they go back and forth. Kyle, you know, Stan tries to tell the boys that, you know, his dog is the coolest dog. You know, he's part Doberman, he's part wolf, and he's the toughest dog on the mountain. Cartman's like, so, uh, everybody knows and uh, they go back and forth, and eventually Stan chal- tells uh, Cartman to get Elvester over here so Sparky can challenge him. And, uh, well, it's good. What, what happened after that? Did, uh, did they get into a fight? Now, here's a fun fact about Sparky. Oh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but that's actually George Clooney is the sounds and everything for Sparky. I thought that was hilarious when I found that out. There, he doesn't say anything but a growl and a bark. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to bring it up, actually. I was just waiting for the right moment. But yes, George Clooney is the voice of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> which, and, and we, we you know, uh, it's, they don't have a face, which, you know, they, later on, they always have the realistic face that just their mouth is moving. But so far, we haven't seen that yet. Well, originally voiced, of course, by the actor George Clooney. Uh, in the interviews, Trey Parker and Matt Stone have stated that they have invited major celebrities on in the past before to voice minor characters in the pursuit of creating layers of irony on the show. The irony being that, yes, the voice of George Clooney is there, but he is voicing a dog. So he does the voice of the gay, a gay dog. Um, and <laughs> we'll get that. I know you're laughing. <laughs> Um, he does the voice of Sparky, and um, it's interesting to note that later on, when uh, Kyle moves to San Francisco, George Clooney's Oscar smug speech collides with the smug of South Park, Colorado. So, <laughs> 10, 15 years later, they make fun of George Clooney. Isn't that funny? It's hilarious. 
South Park proving that they don't give a fuck if you're on their show or not. If you do something stupid, they're going to call you out for it. That's right. Um, so Big Gay Al's Boat Ride, of course, being the fourth episode of the season. Um, it originally aired on September the 7th. Sorry, September the 3rd, 1997 on Comedy Central in the United States. Now, the episode was written, of course, by the co-founders Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Directed by Parker, Stan's dog, Sparky, is revealed to be gay. After huffing that male dog. Now, under peer pressure, Stan tries to make him more masculine. And as a result, Sparky runs away and ends up at Big Gay Owl's Animal Sanctuary. And then on this episode, of course, we're going to see if Stan can come to the understanding about homosexuality. And, of course, see if he can try to make South Park, or at least everyone in there, accept it as well. Even though there are a lot of naysayers. So, they're at the bus stop, as I was saying, Ian. What? did sparky do <laughs> till sylvester <laughs> hooked him into submission <laughs> that's it sparky kick his ass <laughs> he's doing something to his ass he's not kicking his ass but he's definitely doing something to his ass mounted oh. that sylvester Yes, he mounted Sylvester. Stan says, that's it, Sparky. Kick his ass. And then Cartman says... Oh, what? Cartman says, he's doing something to his ass. He's not kicking his ass, but he's doing something to his ass. And then Stan says, you know, bad dog. And Kenny says, oh, my God, I think they're screwing. This time I figured it out. This is what he said. Yeah, yeah I figured, I figured out this it out, too. He said, oh, my God, I think they're screwing. And Stan said, what? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he also says, um, no, no, I'm sorry. He actually says one more thing, too. But the Cartman says, that dog is a gay homosexual. I like how he has to, like, <laughs> use the gay, two, he has to gay use homosexual. Two slang. <laughs> that dog. Does they cancel each other out at that point? I, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's how it's work. I think we went over this, remember? Right. Two wieners and a hot dog bone. Did I look right to you? <laughs> yeah, dude. I think your dog is gay. What do you mean? That dog is a gay homosexual. Not that we're against homosexuality. I mean, that's just the point of the joke. Two wieners and a hot dog. <laughs> Did I look right to you? <laughs> using gay in that way as a, as a form of making fun of it. That dog is a gay homosexual, dude. <laughs> so... Stan says, um, <laughs> he's just confused. And then Kyle says, I think the other ones, I think the other dog's the one confused, dude. And then <laughs> I believe Kenny said something along the lines of like, uh, uh, no, uh, check his dick or check his penis here or something like that. No, check his penis. And then Stan says, sick, shut up, dude. And then <laughs> Sparky uh, pants happily. Away while uh, uh, Sylvester slinks away, and then Cartman starts, you know, baiting him. <laughs> um. So what did you think right away? Like Cartman, boys, they came out right away. Like they were making fun of homosexuals. How it wasn't. I wouldn't say like it was demeaning. Like um now in the context if you look at it like you can say like okay like this is funny they're also not saying gay people are bad they're just making fun of the dog for being gay not not that they're not now on the other spectrum you can also make the argument well it does 
demoralize homosexuality there, right? Because they're making fun of someone for just having a love for the same sex. So both arguments can be made, and that's why we're, we're presenting both, and we're not getting in the politics of it. However, mm -hmm. what did you think of the overarching, like, nature of them just coming out and being like, we're going to make fun of gay people in episode four? <laughs> Right off way. Like, what if somebody turned the episode off and they didn't even continue watching? Like, they're gay, it's 97, they watch it and they're like, fuck South Park! And they just turn it off without even getting to the end. <laughs> yeah, um... Gotta remember that it would be in 97 when the songs came out. And it would be different than it is now, because it's a little bit, it's way more accepted now. Oh, dude, 97 was not accepted for homosexuality. This, I though, this killed me though, because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Because, <laughs> I mean, within the first five seconds, the dog just decimates this other dog's anus and it's just sulking away. And Cartman's in your, your dog's out, your dog's out. <laughs> yeah no this was a uh, this was pretty funny i thought that like the fact that south park was willing to not give a shit like even four episodes in, not willing to because if you look at the previous episodes let's talk about the previous episodes they went kind of light right they did alien probes right. they did volcano where they're hunting weight gain these are all you know systemic uh issues at the time where people would openly make fun of i mean if you go back and watch some of these comedians from the early 90s some of these guys are really brutal on homosexuality really brutal on women but that's because that was the hot topic and thing to make fun of right right so like but uh, homosexuality as well was a big thing for people to make fun of i mean let's be real how many times as a kid did we call our friends gay like, how many times a day do you do it now like fuck that's so gay no i don't not really. I mean, and I'm not saying like you shouldn't because you're your own person, bro. But like, I'm no, I mean, saying, not, not you personally, but right. like in general, like in even society, at this, how, uh, many, how many people still do it to this day, right? I was at the Theros Beyond Death Magic pre release last night. Okay. Um, and Cook kids Magic! Play, <laughs> and kids would play stuff and I'd be like, oh, gay. And, it's, and it's, sometimes I just want to. You know, do you realize what you're saying? What if someone in here happens to be gay? You're, you're making, you're, you're turning something that shouldn't be such in a negative connotation so negatively. So just for clarification, because you might have cut out there, you were saying you were at a Magic the Gathering get-together and one of the players said gay, right? Like when they were losing or whatnot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I definitely understand because we said it a lot. I mean, I don't say it now. Like, I don't even use that in the context. And the only time I actually say you're gay is if I'm talking to a gay person. And I do it like when they are like being like super femininely gay. Like, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, especially like I'm good friends with a couple of them, but I like I'll pick them on them teens I'll, and I'll be at times I'm like, dude, you're gay. <laughs> I'll be like, I know. <laughs> right. So it's not like I'm to me. I'm just like, dude, you're gay. <laughs> like, I know, sweetheart. Duh. What do you think this is? First time? Hello? And I'm like, all right, well, that's, I love you. <laughs> that's why I hang out with you. <laughs> what do you think of, do you have any, uh, I mean, you, you grew up uh, pretty multicultural, different areas, right? New Jersey, Texas, like was homosexuality like shunned or like, did you know anybody in your area neighborhood as a kid? In Texas? Yeah. 
Uh, in New Jersey? No. You kept it a little bit quieter. That was around the same time. This was around 97, 98 is when I lived in Jersey. It wasn't very... Dude, it was... There were very openly gay kids, now that I really think about it. I mean, like, you could tell, like, if you had a radar. <laughs> <laughs> but now, you know... <clears throat> It's uh, people want you to be open about it. It's a beautiful thing now. They, it want they, let's, it's, it's celebrated now. Don't be afraid to come out of the closet now. And if you get rejected, there's such a support and everything for you now. Versus, you know, kids were killing themselves because when they came out to their parents early on, back a little further back then, you know, the suicide rate was pretty high. All right, let's now pretend we know the numbers, though, Scoop, because there are still a lot of people out there, whether they are homosexual or transgender, and they honestly take their own lives based upon the fact that they don't feel accepted for who they are, right? So, like, we don't have those numbers. But now my sister works in that field, so, like, I know she deals with, like, uh, different survivors and different people, you know, all walks of ages, so I don't want to, like, say we have the numbers. But, yes, at the time... Even in 97, the numbers were at least higher uh, for people who were coming out. It wasn't as accepted. It wasn't uh, – you weren't as loved by as many people, um, you know, and you couldn't just be who yourself in that regard. Now, I was exposed to it at an early age. Like I was probably, I'd say, right around 10 or 11. This is actually right when I, right around the time I met Kavi. We were kids. Um, old friend of mine, you know who that is, of course. Um, and the, for the fans out there, the few that out there that listen to the show who know who you are, I love you. Um, you know who he is too. And I love you too, bro. Uh, but basically, you know, we're, I'm living in California and I'm living in these apartment buildings and one of my mom's next door neighbors, uh, was homosexual. His name was Ron and Ron was, you ready for this? This is a triple threat. Okay. This would be like if you were super racist like Cartman where you would use these three reasons. Just like, strike three, you're out. Ready? He's African-American. He's Jewish. And he's gay. <laughs> and this was in like 97, 98, bro. There's a joke in there somewhere. I know. I'm telling you, that's a joke like South Park would have made for sure. Like, But like, I, that was who he was. Anyway, Ron ended up going to jail. Because he stole from the rich and gave to the poor. Like he found like a way to like scam food stamps. And then he would stock oh, nice. all, he would stock all the food and then give it away for free. Legitimately. You could go in his house, let anybody come to his house, take food. Regular people, he'd go out and give food. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like this guy was a good dude. He was like f fucking Robin Hood. Hell he was, yeah. He was the original Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet dude. There we go. <laughs> Um, Silly buns. So let's get back to the episode, okay? So after we see them uh, on the, uh, you know, talking about stand out, uh, we go back now to the football field. So this is the first introduction of football, football, <laughs> um, and uh, so we got Chef, who's the coach, apparently. And Chef says, "Okay, children, I I know that you're all extremely excited and nervous and anxious about the homecoming game against Middle Park." Kyle says, who's Middle Park? And Cartman goes, where's homecoming? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, um, 
which we're going to, I'm going to cue to this song here in just a moment here. Uh, Chef starts singing, but just remember, children, what I taught you that football is like making love to a really beautiful woman. You can't always score, but when you do, it makes all the trying words wild. Now that's starts practice. Um, so Chef blows his whistle, and the kids hit the field. And then this is uh, one of Pip's first lines, more than like uh, "yummy, yummy, lunchy, munchy," right from the first episode. This is uh, Pip's first actual line when he says, uh, oh, "Mr. Chef." <laughs> yes, Pip. What is it? Well, I still don't have. Well, I still don't have a helmet. I know, Pip. The school can't afford helmets for everybody. Yes, but um, couldn't we rotate? Like, doesn't uh, somebody have a helmet every week? Does it always have to be me? And then Chef says, yes, Pip, I'm afraid it does. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, son. Now get your ass in there. <laughs> get your ass in there. <laughs> like, how well does Chef feel as an empowered black man to send a white little English boy into the game and say, now get your ass in there. Knowing good and well that Pip is gonna, about to be fucked up, and he does, he does. This is he actually does. this is one of the first episodes, other than Kenny, that we see a lot of violence to other students, as we see in the football game when uh, Stan's calling plays and hikes, and he's like, "Hut, hut, 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 hut." Chef's like, "Hike the damn ball!" So he hikes the ball. Stan chases it down. Kyle runs into Pip opening a major gash on Pip's head, like blood spewing down the side of his temple. So we then cut over to Jimbo and Ned arriving at the bookie. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, not the bookie. I'm skipping ahead. He arrives at practice first. He says, uh, hey, how hey, are Chef. Go ahead. Sorry, you go ahead. Hey, Chef, do you think they're going to beat the spread this year? <laughs> Chef says, uh, I don't know. What's the spread? South Park by 73. No, no, he says so- Middleton by 33, or 73. Middle Park by 70 points. Yeah, or 70 plus, or something like that. Right, yeah. Middle Park, Middle Park by 70 yeah. points. And then Chef says, uh, I don't think we have a chance. <laughs> and then and then it, it, it pans over to, and he's like, that with Stan being, my nephew being quarterback, and he throws a beautiful pass downfield, kind of the sport touchdown. Right. They're like, come on, Ned, we got to get our asses to the bookie. And uh, Chef's like, all right, that's, you know, that's practice. And this is where we get to see. This is like my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the whole episode. So Stan, Kyle goes, hey, Stan, isn't that your dog? That says, yeah, he wants to follow me to practice. You see, you see, he is smart. And this is the first time we get to hear Clyde speak, which is not the original voice that we'll get to know who's Clyde in the future, right? So then can we actually say that it's Clyde? Hmm. It ha- it is Clyde. He's got the outfit on it. Okay. I mean, it's yeah, got- that's true. It's got to be. Like, because if you think about it, like, we have to also give credit where credit's due because the original tally, which we'll talk about when we get there, is voiced by um, – or no, it was originally going to be voiced by Trey, but eventually they gave it to one of the other writers there because his voice or his interpretation was too – similar to mr hanky right so like they i mean voices can change so this is clyde and obviously we saw cartman and kenny change bodies from stan versus jesus and stan versus frosty santa versus frosty um so yeah clyde's like hey my dog rex also follows me to practice all the time you know stan says yeah but my dog made his own way here that makes him smarter smarter than your dog and then we see sparky lunging after rex 
Stan says, get down. <laughs> Clyde's like, oh my god, what is he doing to my dog? Carmen says, there he goes again. Sparky, get down! Oh my god, what is he doing to my dog? There he goes again. Get down, Sparky, down! Stan forgot to mention that his dog is a gay homosexual. Make him stop! <laughs> I'm sure glad my dog isn't gay. Yeah, maybe you should name your dog Sparkette, Stan. <laughs> gay dog. Stan forgot to mention that his dog is a gay homosexual. This is so nonchalantly. Oh, yeah, Stan forgot to mention his dog gay homosexual. <laughs> Clyde's yelling, make him stop, and then we hear like one of the best barks or the best yips. Yay, 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 yay. As you see Rex, his dog, running away. Absolutely. And then then we get the introduction of two of the greatest characters in South Park history. Fosse McDonald and Bill Allen. And Fosse says, I'm sure glad my dog isn't gay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, guy. And then Bill said, yeah, maybe you should name your dog Sparkhead Stan. <laughs> and then Paul says, gay dog. Gay dog. <laughs> gay I'm dog. just glad, and it makes me so happy that these guys made the appearance here, and then they end up making the appearance again in one of the greatest episodes of South Park, where they're the cops, the little uh, crime stoppers. We, that's a great episode as well. That's one of the best South Park episodes. I've seen that like on top ten lists as far as like episodes of South Park. <laughs> you had to think by the book. Poor <laughs> <laughs> oh, dad. Yeah, poor dad. <laughs> so we see them originally appear in this episode. <laughs> I'm sure glad my, my dog's not guy. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should name maybe your dog. Name your dog Spark Kids, Gay dog. Gay dog. You got a gay dog. <laughs> 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 Get out. All right. So we then go into the classroom, and me and you were having this t discussion before we started recording. So there are two versions of this episode, right? There's the remade version, which we now see on Hulu, rem digitally remastered, uh, remastered, high definition, etc. Then right. there's the original version that I have on DVD, like from the first time it came out. And they didn't fix it because it was just, you know, it's a funny gag at that point. And um, uh, we see Token in two different instances here <laughs> on the show. So on the original aired episode, Token was not next to Cartman and um, Clyde in class. He was actually in the bleachers later on in the game. And I showed you a picture, too, before we started um, where he's got the same. Uh, hairstyle, same like uh, frowning lip, uh, same shirt color without the T, and his hands are black in this instance. Okay, so the only difference is is his face is a different color. <laughs> but this is technically the first appearance of Token, correct? Yes. Yep. This is the uh, first appearance of a Token. They're they're in uh, <laughs> they're in class. Cartman says. <laughs> And so you see, Simon and Simon were not brothers in real life, only in television. <laughs> I don't 
know why he had to say the word like that. <laughs> like he had to put the enunciation on the word. So you see, Simon and Simon were not brothers in real life, only on television. Thank you for that presentation, Eric, but the assignment was on Asian cultures. You get a D minus. And Garrison says, thank you for your presentation, Eric, but the assignment was on Asian cultures. <laughs> you get that, stupid. <laughs> you get a D minus. You got a D minus. D minus. Uh, we got a D minus, you know. <laughs> Garrison wasn't too hard on him. Do you know what Simon and Simon was? Simon and Simon. You and I know the meaning of amigo. We're not alike. Everybody we know knows we're more than brothers, we're best of friends. We may not look or think like one another, and there are times when we have hurt each other. Still, we're more than brothers, we're best of friends. It's a TV show. It is a TV show. I think you're forgiven if you don't know, because I think this show was like in the 70s, I want to say. So it's a based on a show where two brothers who just happen to be private investigators live and work in San Diego, where once a week for eight seasons, the series revealed the loyalty and love they had for one another. They're more than brothers. They're best friends. <laughs> so that must be... Seasons, bro. It ended in 1988, the year I was born, one year after you were born. Uh, two years. I was in 86. Oh, oh, oh Mr. Fucking Big Shot over here. I'm just old. I'm just old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, See, so that must be what that Rick and Morty episode's about then, huh? Like that meme or whatever. Um, just go ahead, sorry. I guess that's what that, that, two brothers. Two brothers. One man and one. One, one, one guy, and <laughs> now there's tomatoes. Now there's old ladies coming from from Earth, but they got each other's back. It's two brothers, two, two, two brothers. Anyway, uh, yeah. So he gets a D minus. Cartman says, "Oh damn it, who should we call on next?" He says, "How about Stan, our little South Park quarterback star?" And uh, Garrison, uh, and then, or no, Mister Hat says. Uh, how about Stan, Arlo South Park? That's a good idea. Okay, Stanley, you're next. And then uh, Stan comes up and says, I'm not really prepared either. Garrison said, we'll just make something up like Eric does. He says, uh, okay, Asian culture <laughs> has plagued, yes, the word plagued, our fragile <laughs> for many years. <laughs> we must end it. <laughs> good job, Stan. A minus. A little racist, no? A little bit. Right away. But, you know, Garrison is hugely racist, as we mentioned yeah. in the Christmas episode. Can we get rid of the Mexicans? That's his annual Christmas wish. And then, uh, so Garrison gives him A. Cartman's pissed. Wait a minute, you know, why don't I get an A? Why did he get an A minus? And he says, Eric, Stanley just might lead our team to victory against the Middle Park Cowboys for the first time in decades. And we treat star athletes better because they're better people. <laughs> and Cartman says, that's it, eh? And then Mr. Hat says, that's not fair, kid. I don't get used to it. So it's kind of uh, interesting that they hit you. They hit us with a lot, right? Homosexuality. Garrison doesn't like Asian people. And star quarterbacks and star athletes get a better treatment. It, I mean, that's society right there in a nutshell. As far as yep. thinking who are racist and whatnot, you know what I mean? And who are against things. I'm not saying, like, we, we think that. That doesn't represent us. 
Um, but like there's a generalization that, that a lot of people don't like Asian cultures in different parts of the world. Like we're not just isolated here. You know, we got a pretty big. Oh, this is really, really funny. We got a pretty good fan base in Finland. Okay, so we're going worldwide. All right, so we got to recognize. I mean, I just watched this documentary about a whole like country of Israel who don't want the Palestinians to come in. Like they're just like, no, stay out. We're Jewish people only. I'm just like, wow. So like that's, that's still that's still that's out there. So you know, in this episode, they hit you hard and they hit you fast. Is what I'm trying to say. They they're not holding oh, yeah. back. You have to really uh, dissect a joke and really listen to understand what they're saying. They're not pulling punches, people. Um, so the bell rings. Garrison says, you know, don't, you know, forget your assignments. They leave. Stan then approaches Mr. Garrison and says, can I ask you a question? And Garrison says, well, of course, Stanley. What, what is it? And Stan says, you know, what's a homosexual? And he says, oh, well, Stanley, I guess you came with the right persons. Sit down. Stanley, gay people, well, gay people are evil. Evil right down to their cold black hearts, which pump blood, which pump up not blood like yours and ours, but rather a thick vomitous oil that oozes through their rotten veins and clouts their pea-sized brain, which becomes the cause of their Nazism patterns of violent behavior. Do you understand? <laughs> There's a lot in there. <laughs> Dude, holy smoke. You want to talk about someone who is in the closet. <laughs> like... That like being in the closet 101, denying you're gay and vehemently being against gay people. And Garrison shows that right here. Maybe you just might be gay. So Stan says, I guess he's just good. I'm glad we can have those talks, Stanley. Now you go outside and practice football like a good little head heterosexual. <laughs> Cartman. <laughs> They're they're back at the bus stop. Cartman said, "You guys see me back at defense today? I was kicking ass." And then uh, Kyle says, "You're not gonna kick more ass. You're gonna need to kick more ass than the Cowboys." And then uh, Cartman says, "Hey, speaking of pat pounding ass, here comes Stan's little homo dog." <laughs> so Stan says, "Shut up, dude." Sparky comes up panting, and apparently he's got a pink scarf on. <laughs> and he goes, "Sparky, where'd you get that uh, pink scarf?" And here's George Clooney's first lines. Mark, mark. And then Cartman says, Man, that is the gayest dog I've ever seen. <laughs> so Stan says, you know, he just needs some training. You know, he goes through the whole gambit of uh, all the different, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Commands you issue your uh, canine. Sit, Sparky. Good boy. Now shake. Good boy. Now don't be gay. Don't be gay, Spark. Don't be gay. Did it work? I don't know. Hey, still looks pretty gay to me. <laughs> hey, Stan, <laughs> your dog been to any pride marches lately? <laughs> yeah, maybe you should take him to a Barbara Streisand concert. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid little gay dog. Gay dog. That being, you know, sit. And good boy, and shake, and shake, and then he goes, uh, don't be gay. <laughs> don't be gay, Sparky. <laughs> don't be gay. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't this where, and then isn't this where they get the girl dog to come in and try to get Sparky do something to her? Not yet, but we can talk about that now. That's fine. Basically, as it continues throughout the episode, they try to get Stan's dog 
to not be gay, right? Because after that, he's like, you know, did it work? And Cartman's like, yeah, he said that's pretty gay to me. <laughs> and then uh, Fosse and Bill come by again. This is my, again, I want to talk about this. These two guys. Hey, Stan, <laughs> your dog been any gay, been to any pride marches lately? <laughs> <laughs> And then Bill says, <laughs> yeah, maybe you should take him to a Barbara Streisand concert. <laughs> and then he says the best line, stupid little gay dog. <laughs> <laughs> stupid little gay dog. Now, I'm only saying it's funny for the context of the voice, guys, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not saying people are gay. but I'm not saying dogs can't be gay. I'm just saying this was one of the funniest lines. Just how it said. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, we're gay. Maybe we're gay. Yeah, we're gay. Let's be gay. Okay, we're gay. So he goes, uh, so that's when Stan gets the idea. Come on, guys, I have an idea. Now we're back at the bookie. So Jimbo runs in, he goes, I want $500 on the South Park cows. And then the bookie, are you crazy, Jimbo? I want $500 on the South Park cows. Are you crazy? No, sir. <laughs> It's also the same voice as the bartender. Are you crazy, Jimbo? <laughs> and he goes, no, sirree, I'm telling you, I got the line. My nephew Stan's the best quarterback the school's ever seen. I guarantee they'll be straight. And all these gamblers start coming out of nowhere. I want to put my money on the cows. I think I'll put $300 or two. Hey, I want to put your money on the cows. And then some female comes out. I got $500 on the cows. And then another chick. Well, I got my money on the cows, too. <laughs> you better be right about this, Jimbo. Right? J Jimbo's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, don't get too carried away. And then Ned's like, are you sure Stan is that good? <laughs> <laughs> well, gee, I don't know. Right? So, gee, I don't know. I, bet, I think we better come up with a backup plan. So they ask, you know, what's going to be the halftime show? And the bookie said, you haven't heard? John Stamos' older brother, Richard Stamos, is going to be singing Loving You. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, I love that song. <laughs> Jimbo's like, uh, Loving You, that's the perfect. Come on, Ned. Middle Park's going to get a halftime show they'll never forget. So... Now, this is where they bring the dog. They're like, come on, Sparky. And then Stan notices, of course, that Sparky has the pink scarf again. <laughs> He's like, damn it, Sparky. Where'd you keep getting this thing? So, so far into the episode, what are you thinking so far? They're, they're coming out about homosexuality pretty hard. They're throwing it in your face. Like, you know, later on, when we come to it, you know, when they introduce Timmy. <laughs> right? Is that in this episode? Uh, no, not yet. No, 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 no. But no. I was just saying, like, they're, they're, throwing in, they're throwing in your face. Right, they're right, making right. It, they're making it a topic that you're going to end up, you know, 20 years from now talk about. I don't know. Timmy. <laughs> Timmy. 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 Well, no. Timmy. <laughs> well, I was more or less referencing the metrosexual episode. Timmy. <laughs> 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 and it worked really well for this one. So, um, all right. So they're now they've decided they're gonna try to get Stan's dog Sparky to not be gay. So <laughs> Stan rips the scarf off the dog. Right? You know they open up the crate and then out pops up Fifi, uh, like a, a high fancy French girl dog. 
and they basically, you know, say, you know, try to get Sparky to go bang the dog. And uh, <laughs> so Fifi sniffs some. Uh, Sparky starts following her. Cartman says, uh, "Here we go." And then, uh, attaboy, Spark, get her. So he climbs up atop Fifi, bouncer, but instead of banging her, he just uh, pulls her collar off of her neck because she's got a really pretty collar. <laughs> Puts it on himself, throws it up in the air, and catches it around his neck and prounces off. Right? And Kyle's like, you know, who cares if your dog is gay, dude? Maybe it's not that bad. And Cartman's, okay, this is good. Cartman says, <laughs> no way, dude. My mom says, God hates gay people. That's why he, he smoked those sodomies in France. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. And then Kenny says, muffled, I think that Garrison said that gay people suck. So I actually picked that one up. And then Stan's so, like, and then Stan, I can, go ahead. I, I can explain what Cartman was. Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, okay. That's what he was referencing to. God smiting Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> it's funny that he said in France. French people say. <laughs> also, I guess you know that gets, it brings up a good point at the time. Right, is France has openly known, been known for decades upon decades, years, maybe fifty out hundred years. I don't know the whole history of France, but they openly don't care about your sexuality over there. You know right, I mean? it's pretty open. Swing parties are pretty a big thing in France. Should we go to? France? Yeah, let's go. So, you know, Stan and Kyle go back and forth about, you know, Garrison saying that homosexuals are evil. Kyle says, well, maybe Mr. Garrison is wrong. You should ask somebody else. <laughs> and Stan says, like, who? So now they call Jesus and Pals on South Park Public Access. So this is actually technically one of the you know first times we see Jesus and Pals. This is his first TV show. <laughs> Blessed are thou. And now back to Jesus and Pals. Yay, many of you are seeking answers, and I am the way for you, my children. Let's open up the phone lines for some questions. Hello, caller, you're on the air. And then the first guy, yeah, Jesus? Yeah, is this Jesus? Yes, my son. This is Robert from Torrey Pines. I called last week asking for advice on my ex-wife. Of course, Robert. How are things now? Oh, everything's much better, Jesus. She hasn't mouthed off since. I just wanted to thank you for the advice. Oh, and for, for dying for my sins, too. That was really nice of you. <laughs> Oh, Stan's, uh, Ian's crying over here. Skeep. Skeep's crying over here. Oh, yeah, and, uh, thank you for that much. That was really nasty. <laughs> I like how Jesus is just on South Park, Colorado, public access channel. He can't even get, like, network television. <laughs> He can only get public access. And on top of that, the ratings aren't even good, which we'll find out about the Mexican staring frog of Sri Lanka later. But he doesn't even get good ratings. <laughs> I don't understand, Ian. Oh, Post <laughs> and so then, no, 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 Stan calls. <laughs> what? And this is when Stan calls. So after he hangs up with that guy, Stan calls, right? Yeah, yeah. So Stan calls. He goes, oh, "Hi, Jesus. Uh, I have a dog, and he's a homosexual." And then, of course, just like South Park, my son. A lot of people have wondered what my stance on homosexuality is. So I'd like to state for once and for all my true opinion. You see, and then the station pops up because it's the end of the show. That's all the time we have left today for Jesus and Pals. Now stay tuned for Marty's movie reviews. Stan's like, "Damn it." Kyle's like, what'd he say? And Stan's like, I don't know. He got cut off before Marty's stupid movie reviews. And then Carmen's like, oh, shit, Marty's movie reviews, right? Kick ass. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> so that I remember one of the first few times watching it, forgetting about it and then watching it again. And it's just getting faked out thinking that I was gonna be something crazy about I you know, they, they all burn in hell or something, you know, and it'd been it would have been hilarious. But cuts off. Still yeah. though, it's pretty hilarious. Still well, you know they didn't want to like they were already calling out homosexuals. I think in this episode, they should have actually come back and fu- well, no, because by the end of the episode, their stance is you know homosexuality should be you know open and loving, right? They do it through animals, um, but like realistically, they should have like shot at the Jesus people too, like they should have had Jesus come on and say, "I'm okay with homosexuality," right? Just to piss off piss them off but maybe they didn't want to like egg off the christians too early what do you think yeah you know this could go down to they may have had something like that they may have had something edgy like that but the the producers and the executives at comedy central were already kind of anxious about this they had a lot of anxiety about this episode because it was you know the homosexuality thing in 1997 it's a big scary thing and you know if they had jesus on air on a cartoon saying Blessed art thou. I love gay people. They are fine with me. You know, that could, that would just, you know, because then all of a sudden this gay kid or this little kid is running around the house saying it's fine and there's crazy evangelical parents like, oh my God, you're going to burn in hell, you gay faggot. You know, it's, it was scary back then about gay, you know. People, people were caught up still in that kind of a little bit of that hype of burning and damnation. Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, we're not condoning that language. No. This is, yeah, Ian's just quoting how people used to talk. We just want to clarify for people who are upset with that word. Other people aren't, but that's your right to do and believe however you want. Um, but <laughs> so what do you think the reception on this was, like, as far as the episode? Um, I think it was good. So, of course, we'll continue to go on. I just want to take a quick uh, note for a moment. So, back, Big Gay's Owl, Big Gay Boat Ride um, actually received apparently really good, overwhelmingly positive response from the viewers. Um, in 1998, Jonathan Van Meter of the New York Times Magazine called the episode one of their best shows and praised the episode for mixing a moral message with the jokes, as well as a sentimental relationship between Stan and Sparky. Van Meter went on to wrote that uh, what often keeps the show from being offensive is this kind of sweetness and that it's funny. And that, I think, is a really good point. You know what I'm saying? Like, South Park could be overly, like, offensive, but at the same time, it's funny and sweet at times. And it makes you laugh. Right, and exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, uh, Nick, I'm sorry, Rick Marin of Newsweek described this episode as gleefully offensive and profoundly silly. And praised it as a juxtaposing cute and crude, jaded and juvenile. Um, there wasn't um, a lot of, except for the Colorado for Family Values and Christian Advocacy, which is a group with a history of lobbying against homosexuality. Um, you know, they they didn't like it. We don't need to give them any time. That's what we're only going to mention there, and that's their time, right? Um, but did you actually know that while they took them, uh, you know. I guess you might say 10 to 12 years before they finally won an Emmy for the world's biggest crap. Um, biggest crap. Did, this is the biggest crap, Mr. Marsh. Um, 9.2 carats. It is, it is 80 carats. It is 80 carats. 
Um, Big Gay Owls, Big Gay Bro Ride was the first episode of the series to be nominated for an Emmy Award for Outstanding Animated Program. In such, which I sent you the video, Robin Williams, among with the cast of over 50 people, sang this song from Big Gay Owls. I'm super. Thanks for asking. I'm super. Thanks for asking. So, you know, they basically really liked South Park. You know what I'm saying? The the yeah. the, the Hollywood elite. Um, South Park, baby. So, back to the episode. We're about halfway through here, ladies and gentlemen. So, as far as in the episode, who knows when this podcast is going to end. Um, so, <laughs> Stan is, <laughs> says, it, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Kyle tells him, hey, dude, we got to get to practice. And Stan says, no, it's not okay. I don't want a gay dog. And apparently outside, Sparky is a sentient being enough that it understands uh, linguistics to know that uh, Stan does not want him around. Um, because he leaves. He runs away. Um, so now we're on the sideline at practice. She says, now, children, we've got to handle the ball better. you got to hold your football like you hold your lover. And this is where the music starts. Gently, get firmly. You want to be both nurturing and clinging at the same time. Oh, yeah. Just like making sweet love to the football. Be naughty with the football. Mmm. Spanky. Uh, Ever so gently. Shep. Spanky. Shep. Oh, uh, sorry, children. Uh, let's run some plays. So after the, you know, uh, Kyle interrupts him from playing that music sequence there, Kyle says, uh, chef's, uh, you know, because the chef's going, speak it ever so gently. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kyle's like, chef, chef. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, children. Uh, 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 let's run some plays. And then Pip, <laughs> Pip tries again. Uh, Mr. Chef, sir. No, Pip, we still don't have a helmet for you. Uh, Mr. Chef, sir. No, Pip, we still don't have a helmet for you. Righto, but how about I use a helmet today, and one of the other children goes without? That wouldn't be very fair to the other children, now would it? Oh, I guess not. <laughs> Righto, but I, I, how about I use a helmet today, and one of the other children goes without? And the chef says, now that wouldn't be very fair now to the other children, would it? He says it like with so much angst in his voice, and if you look at his voice or his, his uh, face on the screen, there's anger in it. Now that wouldn't be right. very fair to the other children, now would it? Yeah, kill it. Now we go to Carl, Carl's bomb and explosive and accessories and says, and Jimbo says, so what we'll have to do here, Carl, is put a trigger on the bomb that makes it go off at a specific moment during the halftime. What moment is that? Uh, well, John Stamos, older brother, is set to sing Loving You during halftime. We want that bomb to go off. He hits that high F. What high F? You know, loving you is easy because you're beautiful. Doot and doot and doo So you want the trigger on the doot and do? No, damn it. The, ah, 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 doot and You got it. Doot and doot and doo doo. All right. Yeah, okay. That was the whole thing. Going back and forth saying, doot and doot and doo doo. Doot and doot and doo doo. Um, I didn't know John Stamos could actually sing this song, uh, but I guess this guy got, I guess, you know, his five minutes of fame because he was related to John Stamos from uh, Full House. Whatever happened to the... 
I'm not going to sing the song. Oh, boy. You made the paper boy and leave me in Everywhere you love. Everywhere you go. Your heart, there's your heart. Really one going to. I don't know the words. I don't really care. Anyway, um, so basically we're on the field now, right? <laughs> and Garrison comes up to Chef and uh, Stan's like, you know, I just can't concentrate because my dog is gay. <laughs> and Chef says, well, you know what they say. You can't teach a gay dog straight tricks. And then Garrison comes up and says, oh, stop filling his head with that queer-loving propaganda. And Chef says, say what? You of all people should be sympathetic. What do you mean? Well, you're gay, aren't you? What? What are you talking about? I'm not gay. Well, you sure act like it. I just act like that way to get chicks, dumbass. Um, did you ever try and act gay to get chicks, Ian? No, let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. No. You never did? You never were that desperate? No. Were you? No. Did you don't eat buddy, though? <laughs> I like that? Maybe uh, no, maybe someone that would joke about it, but I never knew anybody that actually did. Well, that That'd be a little weird. Tried to pull it off. Yeah. Would that, would that person be legendary if he had pulled it off and let the girl convert convert him? I'm using air quotes. Convert him back. Well, it'd be hard. It'd have to be hard to conceal the boner while they're naked and changing it from you and stuff. What a, do you think that could work? Like, should mm -hmm. guys? Should guys be playing that as an edge? Just pretend you're gay. Find somebody you're really attracted to, maybe somebody you know. Hey, I think I might be gay. Do you think you could help me explore my sexuality with me? And oh boy, now now you know, I'm gay. Level of desperation trying to get laid. And then she like... says, and then she says, okay, and then you guys get laid. That's how I think we could help solve the world's problems, Ian. Because a lot of Shootings from these boys are people who are just not getting laid. Let's let's be honest. I'm talking oh, about no. I'm talking about the kids in school. I'm not talking about the grown men like Stephen Paddock who are paid by the CIA. Vegas <gasps> shooting. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but all those kids that are bringing guns to school, you know, just you know, get laid. And if if you have to, just pretend you're gay. All right, just pretend you're gay. And you're exploring your sexuality. No one question. It's 2020. You're trying right? to explore your sexuality. Pretend you're gay, and maybe you'll get lay. Hey, 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 sweet. All right. So, uh, Stan and Kyle go back and forth. Kyle's like, "What's the matter?" Stan's like, I, "You know, I don't know. Who my dog is." Cartman's like, <laughs> "Maybe he went out shopping for some leather pants." And <laughs> Stan punches him. Um, so at this point now, we actually go to the first ever showcase of the first ever gay character in South Park. Not a dog. And that is Big Gay Owl. Hello there, little pup. I'm Big Gay Owl. Have you been outcast? Well, then I'm so glad you found my Big Gay Animal Sanctuary. We're all big gay friends here. Would you like to live with us? Come on in, little fellow. Nobody will ever oppress you here. So, <laughs> so he's got his own big gay gal, gay gal, big gay, big gay, big gay owl sanctuary. Big gay owl's big gay sanctuary. 
So Sparky at this point is gone. Stan's pissed. He's not going to play the games. Everybody starts to file in. Kyle's telling him, look, dude, we'll look for him after the game. Stan's like, I'm not playing. I got to go find my dog. So uh, Jimbo's now whispering to Ned, you know, keep quiet. Okay. They climb over the fence, approach the middle park mascot, find the horse, laughing over the fact that they're going to uh, explode the mascot upon hitting that high F from uh, John Stamos's younger brother. Uh, when John Stamos, his older brother, sorry, older brother, hits that high F and loving you, boom! And then you see the guy, like the horse tripping. And then Jimbo goes, God damn, I love football. I was like, wow. Like, I don't know if my school ever went to that extreme. Did you ever go to a school that did something like that? Had an animal mascot? Or just did anything extreme, you know, like kidnapping the mascot, holding it hostage, sending it back in pieces bit by bit covered in blood not murdering but i've heard stories in texas of like stealing mascots and stuff so they were in like the early 50s or whatever so they were called off so no more schools really other than college now maybe in college because college kids are crazy and retarded who knows right do you think they're crazy and stupid sorry crazy and retarded Do you think that uh, the South Carolina Gamecocks have a rooster and then the opposing team tries to steal their cock? (laughs) That's a pretty good punchline, right? That's a good setup. Um, um, So, uh, all right. So, the uh, stands on the hunt. Uh, Sparky, where are you? Where could you be? Now we're at the football game. The Middle Park ex- Cowboys exit the bus. Kill, kill that Ken, kill that Ken. Um, and then South Park football field, the bleachers filling up with fans. Uh, the announcer Frank Hammond. Hello, everyone. This is Frank Hammond, South Park Public Radio, AM nine hundred. Welcome to tonight's matchup between the Middle Park Cowboys and the South Park Cows. And then it goes. It looks like Chef, the South Park Cows coach. Is getting a little nervous. This is probably because his uh, star quarterback has uh, yet to show up. Uh, oh, come on, Stan. And then Pip shows up. Uh, uh, Mr. Chef, if Stanley doesn't show up, can I use his helmet? No, Pip, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, they won't give this kid a helmet. Nope. It's a little ridiculous. Can't do it. Why doesn't at this point in time, I mean, I well, I guess we can make the argument. Well, we know why Pip just can't go buy a damn helmet. But I'm like, at the same time, charmed, I'm sure. Why doesn't Pip go find something? Go get a hockey mask. You can use it as a hockey mask, right? Hockey goalie mask. Doubles as a, a good football mask in peewee football. Just it, it just protects this. Yeah, but they got the thing over the head. Mm. Goalie That'd be a goalie mask. That's what I'm saying. A goalie mask. But I don't know yeah. if you'd be able to see that in football. Well, he's Pip. I mean, is it doesn't matter. Uh, something for God's sake. <laughs> uh, so uh, South Park football field, they come out onto the field. Uh, you know, uh, Chef says to Kyle, you're going to have to quarterback Kyle. And Kyle's like, but I've never practiced quarterback. It's a little late for that bull crap now. <laughs> um, and then um, Frank says, Filling in for quarterback is number 12, Kyle Roflowski. And then Mr. Garrison says, hey, hey, where's little Stanley? And then Mr. Hat, yeah, who let that little Jewish kid play in quarterback? Uh, <laughs> then Jimbo's like, uh, Ned, look, 
they got Enrique on their sidelines, and it looks like the bomb's still attached. And then Ned's like, mm, yeah. Uh, so Stan follows his dog's footprints while this is going on. He finds himself facing Big Gay Owl's Big Gay Animal Sanctuary. He finds his dog, right? Hey, little fella, how are you doing? Fine, how are you? And then all of a sudden, uh, <laughs> Big Gay Owl, I'm super, thanks for asking. And Stan's like, you know, my dog ran away. Well, let's see. Come on in. Let's see if we can find him. And then Stan's like, you know, do you have a lot of gay dogs? <laughs> well, we have all sorts of little gay animals here at Big Gay Owls. Over here, we have a gay lion. And then the lion's like, roar. We have all sorts of gay animals here at Big Gay Owls. Over here, we have a gay lion. Roar. And we have gay water buffalo, gay hummingbirds. Here's a gaggle of gay gooses. Hi, fellas. It's so super to see you. And then gaggle of gay gooses. <laughs> Uh, so, um, Stan's like, you know, everyone seems happy. Of course they are, silly buns. It's the one place where gay animals can really be themselves. Do you feel like to dance? So they start dancing, blah, 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 blah. Back at the football game now, Kyle. Like, uh, Cartman, can you hype me the ball? And then somebody run, and I'll throw it to somebody. And, uh, then they get up to the line, and Cartman farts in his face. And, uh, Kyle's upset. He eventually hikes the ball. Um... Kyle gets a or no, I'm sorry, Kyle, uh, he gets snapped, I'm sorry, and then they blitz him. And then Kyle screams, he fumbles the ball. Middle Park, Middle Park gets the ball. They run in for a touchdown. The score is 7 to nothing. Middle Park with 14.57 remaining in the first quarter. <laughs> and then this is where the, uh, the, the jokes, they just start piling on the jokes here. Well, I haven't seen a, be a beaten like that since Rodney King. <laughs> you, you, you can't say that. Frank, now that's not very PC. You're going to get us in trouble again. Oh, right. Oh, i got to watch that. <laughs> they go to the townsman. We're going to lose our money because of our, your nephew. We're going to hang you up to dry, Jimbo. And then, uh, you know, Jimbo says, don't you worry, y'all. You'll just wait till halftime. And uh, go back to Sparky. He says, hi, Sparky. How's it doing? I missed you, old pal. You had me really scared. Come on, let's go. We can work on making you gay or not gay later. Big gay all is like, young man, it appears you still don't understand. Come to <laughs> I have something to show you. <laughs> and then we go back to the game. And then Frank's like, with over a minute to go left of the half score, left of the half, the score is Middle Park Cowboys at 52, South Park Cows, zero. They hike the ball. Cartman snaps the ball. The Kyle Cowboys blitz. Kyle uh, flips the ball back to Pip, who is still without a helmet. Cowboy players decide to send on him as soon as he catches the ball. And then Frank's like, uh, oh, no, I haven't seen an Englishman take a blow like that since Hugh Grant. <laughs> Dude, now that is not cool. Sorry, 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 sorry. Right? And then, so now uh, they're at Big Gay Al's boat ride. Big Gay Al's like, okay, Stan, I think you should get in line for my Big Gay boat ride. <laughs> so step, step aboard, Stanley. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Aboard the Big Gay Boat Ride. On this adventure, we'll be seeing the world of gayness throughout time. And then they go back to the football game, right? So now, and the South Park Cows are set to receive. There's the kick. It's taken by number 23, Kenny McCormack. Kenny weaves to the special teams. He's at the 50, the 40, the 30. Hold him. Hold him. Two of them take hold of Kenny's arms, and then they basically decapitate him. The little running back is down. He's, he's, yes, he's been decapitated. And then Kyle finally brings back the infamous line, oh, my God, you killed Kenny. You bastard. You bastard. And then uh, uh, Frank says, looks like the South Park Cows aren't even going to beat the 72 to a point spread. And um, then uh, we go back to the big gal's boat ride. Big gal says, you see, 
Ganon's has existed since the beginning of time, from the Egyptian uh, pharaohs to the shoguns of Japan. <laughs> the tips of the Japanese soldiers. The tips of the Japanese soldiers touched swords. I didn't understand this. Like, why did it even do this? <laughs> what did you think of this big how boat ride? I loved it. It was my favorite. Since the shoguns of Japan. Oh, silly buns. So uh, he's like, uh, uh-oh, look out. It's the oppressors, Christians and Republicans and Nazis. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. And then so he shoots off like a, a plastic gun, right? Goes, oh, my God, that was close. Okay, let's steer our big gay boat. <laughs> let's steer our big gay boat out of here. And then <laughs> these are allowed to live freely. And then the doors open to reveal like a, a parody of uh, It's a Small World. Okay, and it's okay. Happy and happy means gay. We're not said anymore because we're on the closet door. It's okay to be gay. Oh, the closet door. It's okay to be gay. And then uh, Big Al says, uh, so what do you think? What do you think, Stan? And then uh, Stan says, this kicks ass. I'm sorry I tried to change you, Sparky. I just didn't understand. And then Big Al's like, isn't this precious? <laughs> isn't this precious? All right, so we go uh, before we get into the halftime show. You know, now stands come to the uh, uh, you know, open mindedness that he's okay with uh, people being gay. It's interesting that South Park breaks it down that easy, right? Yeah. Well, he's a child, and you know, explaining certain things to my own child, she gets it. Like it's it's simple to them. There's no like I can tell this riddle to an adult and it takes them so long to get it versus when I tell it to a child, they always, uh, they always get it right away. It's, 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 a, uh, what's greater than God, more evil than the devil, the rich need it, the poor have it. Love? You know, no. Booty? No. Jetpack, take my back. The answer is nothing. Nothing. Yeah. A child well, can get it quicker I than disagree. You need love. Right, love, what is, is not, what's not, love, love is not tangible, right? Love what's, is feeling. What's, what's greater love than, love. What's, if you do what's, not love and have satisfaction and acknowledgement, then you feel worthless. In the basis of this riddle, in the essential definition of God, what is greater than God? Nothing. What is more evil than the devil? When devil is evil itself, nothing. What do the rich need? What they don't already have? There's no nothing. God. There's no God. <laughs> Then you get here, boy. No God like that, in my opinion. I'm not saying there isn't a God. I'm agnostic, meaning I either believe one of two things, which I'm so glad South Park finally made fun of agnostic in the latter seasons. We do. We only drink Diet Dr. Pepper. We do not know if it is cherry or what if it's not cherry. We do not know what flavor it is, and thus it is good for us. So, like, that's how I believe that as far as agnostically. I don't know what's out there. And as a human... The great thing about being agnostic is, you know, you believe that you're human and it's okay to not know what's out there or what's beyond. You believe in some end of the universe thing, but you don't know, you know? So it's interesting that uh, you believe or, you know, you would you would think or you were raised that way, right? As someone who's Mormon. Do you still believe in God? Scoot. Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, you've been asking this question quite a time. Throw up a side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, personally, yeah, I kind of believe in heaven and hell. So, but right. in the sense, but I believe in the sense that you know, I don't understand why people need to pray to God to get through life when. God created life for us. This is our life. Why is he going to intervene and, you know, constantly step in and do this and do that? Like, we all have free choice. This is our world. It's our everything. So what we do with it is what we do with it. And that's kind of my belief, too, that God, whatever you want to call God, he's at the whether it be a galaxy of mystical force of ions and atoms and neutrons and protons and molecules, bacteria. You want to call it a spaghetti monster. You want to call it a guy. You want to call it a girl. Whatever you want to believe in is as your God. At the end of the day, you pray into it like they're come on. They're not going to answer you. Like you're just wasting your own morality and time by trying to brainwash yourself into believing that you pray. Now, if you need self-assurance, that's totally different. Okay. I totally get repeating something to yourself as a positive affirmation. Get that, right? I do that sometimes where I say, I'm a strong, young, confident, successful, happy, healthy, wealthy, loving, caring, positive, caring, uh, loving, patient person, right? So like I'll, I'll repeat that to myself if I'm having a bad day. So like I get positive affirmations. I get praying. I understand why you're doing it. You're looking for positive affirmation. I pray for this. And that's that way it's positively affirming to yourself your wants and desires. But when you place the emphasis that it, it, there's a being out there existing, it's like, oh, it, Scoop just prayed for a yup, yup. He, he, he prayed for the Packers to win today. So you know what? Fuck it. We're going to make that happen. Whoa, I'm thinking about I'm being here. South Park and hit me with the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> So now we finally get to the halftime show. When <laughs> John Stamos' brother, Richard Stamos, we find out. Love you. It's easy because you're beautiful. And everybody knows that Richard Stamos can't hit that high F. Richard Themos can't sing a high F. He always screws it up like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mr. Garrison yells out, it's obviously where all the town and the family went. <laughs> so Stan, finally, he's got his gay dog. No problem, kids. Are you sure you don't want to stay for some toasted cheese sandwiches? What's a toasted cheese sandwich? Is it like you put it in the toaster with the cheese? Do you toast the bread and put it on it? Do you put the? Do you make grilled cheese in the, to in the oven? Do you use a toaster oven? Uh, I I just kind of imagine it as a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay, toasted cheese. Um, he says, "No thanks, I got to get back for the football game." Come on, boy. And then that's a big gal says, "Hey, when you get back in tone, tell them about us, will you? Tell them they're gay animals who need homes desperately." And Seth's like, "I will make gay out. I will." <laughs> <laughs> oh my carrot cake and then he runs back inside uh kyle hikes a ball south park cows are being naps <laughs> and this is frank says this the south park cows are being absolutely molested by middle park i haven't seen <laughs> molested since no. it, cuts off. <laughs> it cuts off so uh then now everyone's starting to heckle I thought you said beating the spreader was a sure thing, Jimbo. Yeah, we all put our yeah, lives. Jimbo. You're a dead man, Jimbo. And then all of a sudden, uh, <laughs> a bunch of they're all like throwing food at him. 
And then like, Frank's like, well, this should just about wrap it up for her. Wait a minute. What's that? Yes, it's Stan, the South Park quarterback. Chop's like, where the hell have you been, Stan? I've been getting my best friends <laughs> back. So Jimbo's like, give him hell, Stan. Stan takes the play, and then this is great. Jimbo's like, Jesus, I haven't asked you for much, but all we need is this one little score. Please, please, Jesus. I <laughs> think <laughs> the first row, like three rows in front of him, Jesus is sitting right there and he goes, Leave me alone. <laughs> Which <laughs> simplifies my point we were just making. Praying to him does not do anything. Leave right. me alone. Leave me alone. Anyway, Stan hikes the ball. Apparently, Stan is the star quarterback because he, all he has to do is, you know, make one play. And Kyle's like, I think I'm open. He throws in the ball, catches the ball. <laughs> Wow, I haven't seen a Jew run like that since the pool in 1938. <laughs> <laughs> is, this is, Go ahead. Does his uh, partner just take, take his headset off? And... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes his headset off. Dude! <laughs> <laughs> so, the clock runs out. The final score. Middle Park Cows 73. South Park Cows 6. South Park beats the spread. And then, like, everyone's all ex excited. Stan's got a press conference. And Stan, what do you want to tell the world about your stunning almost victory? How's that an almost victory? <laughs> 73 to 6. <laughs> Middle school football. Oh, stunning almost victory. <laughs> A steady almost victory, okay, is losing by a safety or by a field goal the last second. Like, that's not a stunning almost. God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> Stan says, you know, it's really cool that we beat the spread against the Cowboys, and maybe we can beat them even more next year. And it's okay to be gay. The crowd goes quiet. And he's like, being gay is just a part of nature and a beautiful thing. Mr. Garrison's like, what the hell is he talking about? And then uh, Frank says, oh, Stanley, you arrived very late in the game. Uh, where were you the whole time? Uh, <laughs> I was with my new friend, Big Gay Al. He showed me his Big Gay Al Animal Sanctuary and took me on a Big Gay Boat Ride where I learned all the wonders of gaiety. <laughs> gaiety. Gaiety. So Dan's like, here, I'll show you. So they go to the site of where Big Gay Al's Animal Sanctuary was. It's like, it's like it's, it was right here. There was a techno dance club. <laughs> Cartman's like, Stan, you need to lay off the cops here, all right? Seriously, I'm, I'm worried about you, man. <laughs> Stan, you need to lay off the cops here, all right? Seriously, I'm worried about you, man. Um, so finally, all these animals show up. Big Gay Zile's like, I want to thank you so much for bringing everybody here. I'm super thank. I'm super. Thanks for asking. It looks like my work here is now done. Goodbye, Stanley. Peace be with you. <laughs> he jumps in his suitcase and flies off like Mary Poppins. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Richard's like, "You guys, I, I can do it. I can do it." And they're like, "Do what? Loving you." Loving you is easy because you're beautiful. Dootin dootin no! Ah! Boom. And that's how the episode ends of South Park Reading Rainbow. No, South Park Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride. As we come to the end here, well, we're at about the hour point here in our podcast as well. So, Mr. Ian Glenno, as a, as a whole, you know, we've read the reception. We've got to the whole episode. 
this was really, I mean, there are a number of iterations we'll, we'll talk about where you get to see Sparky as cameos. Uh, in the episode, we talked a little bit about the fact that this was a little bit of showing token here in different form. But all in all, what did you think of the whole message of this story itself? And did you like this episode? Yeah, I love this episode for because it throws homosexuality in your face at a time where it was most controversial. They had the balls to do it. They still have the balls to do it. And I'll always respect that. So, yeah, this this episode is one of the defining as making a statement episodes goes yeah and i would say 23 years later this episode still holds up really well like you can watch this episode you can laugh along with it that the crude humor they're making fun of the gay jokes but at the end of the episode the overall story and overall message of i learned something here today uh, <laughs> it's okay to be gay and that's exactly true. You have the right to love, fuck, suck, duck, touch whoever you want that with within consensual reason. That of course, um, and you know if that's what you choose to you, then do you boo? All right. Um, I liked this episode. Uh, this was, I'd say, I, I you know I watched it of course a couple of times in preparation, so I've gotten to see it multiple times, different angles. Uh, a lot of new characters introduced in this episode, from Big Gay Al. Um, you know, this this is also a lot of townspeople. Like, do you notice that this was a, a, one of those episodes too, where they were introducing different townspeople by introducing them at the football game and stuff like that. So some of those characters are going to go on to be in more episodes. Yeah, and that and uh, the bookie. You know, this is our first scene, and he's a uh, and he the one that stands up. We don't take cattle to you, can man. Mascator, calm down. Ain't right, yeah. No trouble. The bookie is the bartender. He becomes the bartender too, eventually down the line. Uh, you know, we see a lot of other students in the classroom too. More girls in this episode, I'd say as well. Um, yeah, there was a lot more. This show, you could definitely see in you know, the fourth episode. Now they're starting to develop the surrounding, uh, you know, participating, supporting characters and bringing more life and depth to the fact that these boys are, you know, children and they're going to talk to other kids and they're going to be in school and they're going to play football and you're going to have a gay dog right so i mean shit happens whoops had myself muted. yeah <laughs> i agree yeah it's pretty cool and you know it's it's uh it's a big it's a big character development for a couple of characters that now you know this isn't the, the last time that we see big gay al and you know it's big character development for stan it's a good stan episode Yep, the next time we see Big Gay Al is in the movie when he performs for the USO troops. Um, and um, we'll review that movie. I was thinking when we get to that, because I think it's in season three, which I mean, at the rate we're going right now, we'll be there, uh, you know, within three or four months, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I figure when we get to that point in season three, we'll, we'll, we'll review the episode before the movie. Then review the movie, and then we'll do a full movie episode. So we'll continue to do it in order, right? Um, I'm even thinking, fuck it, we should review Team America when we get to that point in the timeline. Yeah, America, come save the motherfucking day, America. Bucky, Durka, Majamad, Durka, Durka, Majamad. Then they just give you Durka, Majamad. They just keep choosing the same song throughout the movie. Durka, 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 Durka. Not David. Because dicks fuck pussies and assholes. 
Fuck um, yeah. But, <laughs> they use that whole. They use the same song throughout the movie, and they do it in like a a slow way. America, fuck, fuck you. Come and save the motherfucking Speaking of music, one last thing that we need to talk about. This was one of the first times they actually put a notable song in their credits, okay? That's it right. Only 15, 20 seconds, Ian, and it, like, I want more of this song. I'm sure we can <laughs> find a full song somewhere. But, like, it's literally a, a song, and it goes, Now you're a man! Whoa! Man, man, man! Now, now you're a man! Now you're a man! Man, 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 man! You're a man! It's <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> And it's over. That was it. That was the credits. Um, but yeah, that was that's the episode. That's season four, season four, season one, episode four. Big gay owls, big gay boat ride right here on Sock My Balls. A South Park, yeah, yeah, yeah. A South Park review. I am, of course, am your host of the most of this on the West Coast, your boy, MSG Matthew Schaefer Gage. If you'd like to interact with Ian. A.K.A. Jackson. You can actually, uh, you know, send him a tweet. You can send us a DM or just say, hey, yeah. Scoop. And I'll I send him you know, Twitter quite often. So. so there you go. Yeah. If you want to get a hold of me, you can hit us at the Twitter and suck my balls. Pod. Pod. And, of course, I will respond to you no matter what. So. If you want to get at me, that's where I'll be. That's where he's going to be. He's going to stay off social media and be free and just manage the Twitter, you see. I'm MSG, which you can follow me at M-A-T-H-E-W, can't you see? Because then I put that little underscore for me, and then I shaft you down. Like I like these. So you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Shaffer. Uh, you can also check us out on our three different platforms now. We're on hackerhumming.podbean.com. Go there for pro wrestling news, conspiracy news, world news, comedy, uh, horror movies, uh, opinionated politics, anything and everything. Usually they, they're we're covering a lot of podcasts there. Um, you can also check out the Voices of Misery podcast.com. I like the Voices of Misery, and you should check them out at some point. They're just uh, a wife. A husband and wife, they're called the nerds, and they just do more of like a, a life podcast. They talk about bullshit, things that go happen in their life. Cool. So you can kind of like relate to and stuff like that. Definitely. I'll check it out. That's, that's the Voice of Misery podcast network. And then, of course, we got the Rat Salad Review, our brand new network as well as we continue to expand. They cover a lot of metal music, hard rock, punk. They do album versus album. They also do retro reviews on, you know, classic rock, classic country. But they are open to all types of music. They got a plethora of different shows, not just from the main creators. And now us on there, along with another political podcast, too. So check them out. Check all three out. Of course, if you could do us a huge favor, though. If you're going to listen to this show, like if you listen to the show right now, the next time you listen to the show, do me a solid. Listen to us on Spotify. <laughs> Just open up to Spotify. Listen to us there. Or, you know, hopefully we'll be on iTunes by then, too. But if we're not, listen to us on <laughs> hackerhumming.podbean.com, voicesofmisery.podbean.com, ratsaladreview.network. You can just type in suck my balls. It'll come up on their feeds. Um, and uh, that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so now you're a man. 
Ian. Man, 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 now you're man. And uh, it's cool to be gay, or however you want to be. It's super, super to be gay. You you like whatever you want, okay, sweetheart. Just silly buns, do whatever you want. Just be you. Just be you, okay? Just be you. Check my bat. Yeah, that's right. Check my bat. Check my bat. What makes a man? Is it the power in his hands? Is it his quest for glory? Give it all you got to, to fight to the top So we can know your story Man, man.